All right, so September 15th, after a, a huge week one in the NFL, and uh, I, I feel pretty good with my pick, seeing how I decimated you this week. Decimated, Andrew. <laughs> only Andrew decimated two. me by one. Uh, but one in every category except for the prop bets, in which... Uh, right, both, but both categories by one. But so except for the prop bet, in which I won both of them. One of which yeah, yeah, yeah. by one yard, by one which yard. was delicious. <laughs> so I want to call that a Vegas draw, but damn it. No, too bad. Uh, so let's go with the Texans Chiefs, which is the Thursday night uh, slaughter. Uh, it wasn't, the final score was uh, Chiefs 34, Texans 20, and it wasn't that close. The, no, it wasn't. The Chiefs defense kind of just gave up at the end because there was no point because the Texans couldn't do anything. And... Uh, we so beforehand the spread was the Texans were getting nine and a half, which is pretty generous. The over under was fifty four. We both took Texans and over because we thought surely not even the Texans can mess up almost ten points given to them. They did. Yep. They lost by fourteen. Well, they technically lost by fourteen, but felt like thirty eight. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's I I think there's ramifications. There's debts put on all their children because of that loss. It was that bad. And, uh, it was awful. It, it shows you can never underestimate Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he, he will. He will because I think we both agree that it's not that they lack talent. No, they that's never been the argument. That team. They lack coaching. Yeah, but that's never been the argument that they lack talent. They clearly always had talent. It's that their coach yeah. is awful and somehow keeps getting – he acquires more and more power. I, it's like it's like he's in a cult or something, and they have – there's like a football Scientology, and they've got – Naked pictures of, of the owners. And collateral. That's yeah, I don't know. Naked. I don't know how he's he keeps collateral. his job. Um, oh, yeah, it's and and what's crazy is like I still feel like he's building a better and better team, but he just I don't. He can't coach it. He can't coach it. I don't think this is a better team. I think they're a worse team than they were last year. Um, I mean, once once Gary and Conley comes back, I just. I don't know uh, why you think it. that guy is going to all of a sudden we're going to win five more games because Gary Conley. I think he's better than he was with the Raiders. I think he's a good corner. But the fact that you you said that you thought that the Texans were going to win two of the first four games. And then when Gary Conley went out, you're like, oh, I take that back. I don't think you can. I don't yeah. think you're allowed to yeah, take absolutely. that back because Gary Conley's out. Gary Conley doesn't give you – he's not the win- decision maker on a game. I, I, I disagree because Gary Conley could have covered Tyree Kill. He does a very good job on Tyree Kill. And Bradley Roby, could have co- who actually had a phenomenal game again last night, could have covered Travis Kelsey. But instead, we had to have Cunningham on Kelsey. Um, and can't that cover. was a nightmare. Um, and and he just manhandled I'm, it the whole way. I'm I not mean, I'm not giving uh, you I'm not letting you walk that one back because Gary and Con- if you check Vegas, the only person that gives you wins and losses is a quarterback and maybe uh, a uh, a pass rusher. That's, that's Vegas that has nothing to do with real football. That, that absolutely has to do. It's not with, about wins and losses over the year. It's about matchups, and this entire game is about. Matchups. But that's the same thing. And, and that's the same thing. If Gary, if if Vegas, if it was Gary and Conley, if they would have been in, it's not like Vegas like, oh well, let's only give the Texans two two points in this game because Gary and Conley's coming back. You're you, saying if we shut down Kelsey, it wouldn't have made any difference. You're not shutting down Kelsey, first of all. That no, you're not shutting him down, but you could have kept him dramatically lower than when you had this Cunningham on Kelsey, who could not tackle. So, so then or cover the Texans. So the Texans only lose by fourteen instead of twenty. I, 
I would have been within ten, I think. The game was the game was well out it of hand. It was already within fourteen. It, uh, it's in fourteen now because 20. it was a bunch of garbage points, and that's the problem with with the Texans is they get a bunch of garbage points at the end, and Bill O'Brien's well, it was a close. It wasn't. You lost by fourteen, and the defense just gave up. They were just letting you have stuff, and you still you still only got twenty, and they they only got one touchdown from David Johnson in the first half. They really didn't score again until the fourth quarter. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. No, we, I think having an extra the, corner makes I saw. No, no, we'll see. Dramatic I saw. Difference. They did terrible. Okay. Well, I'm still on. I'm, I'm not letting you walk back. I'm not letting you walk back because of Gary and Connolly. That's not That's not a name you, to let you, you, you walk back. But last, last night wasn't because of Gary and Connolly. It was Thursday uh, night. It was because Bill O'Brien completely destroyed the team. And the but team, how do you not take that into account? How do you not take that into account? That's that's his default mode. I don't understand how you don't take that into account. into account for week one. Take, part one I've, I've taken into account is that Bill O'Brien did not have the team ready because I think he's a horrible coach. Number two, I think the, the Chiefs returned 52 out of 53 players, and they were 100% ready to go and, and pick up where they left but off. You, but you knew this going Texans into it. Had, and Texans had new people off the field. I did not know that Gary Conley would be would be hurt. But that doesn't, uh, and that's not that's a big enough one miss. Corner. I think losing your star corner on your team hurts he's dramatically. He's not your star corner. He's your two at best. He's your he number two corner. Is. No. He was much better than Roby last year. I totally disagree. No, you can be wrong. That's allowed. Uh, so Fair the enough. final score was 34 to 20. Texans lost by 14, so they did not cover. And the total score is 54, so it's a push because the over-under was exactly 54. Uh, as for the prop bet, David Johnson over-under 110 all-purpose yards. I took the under, you took the over, and he had 109 all-purpose yards. If he would have gotten yeah. one more. One more carry. Oh, and that's with Duke uh, Johnson out, so we probably wouldn't have even gotten that. So he did you a solid. Uh, so let's get to the Sunday games. So the first one is Dolphins at Pats. Uh, Dolphins were getting 6.5, over-unders 42. We both took Dolphins and under on, on this one. I thought the Dolphins' offense would be better. Uh, they had a lot of talent. Now, they lost Devontae Parker uh, pretty fairly early and he'll probably be back but that's that that's a big deal when your main receiver goes out it's not like when your third cornerback goes out for the texans it's when your main receiver yeah, goes out third man so neither one of us won the spread uh and we both got the under because the final score was patch 21 dolphins 11 so the dolphins needed 10 did not get did not get the spread and uh the total score was 32 so it was definitely under Figured it was going to be under. Pats are not going to be a high-scoring offense. I just don't think they're going to. But I think the Dolphins' defense is still pretty good. I think they help limit the the, the well, Patriots. I think, I think they got gifted one of those touchdowns, too, uh, by Cam Newton. So I, it didn't look like a touchdown to me. Um, but, yeah, that that was the Pats. They just both looked inept the other night. Uh, I think Belichick's always going to have a decent defense because I think he is a very smart defensive coach. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – I think they had a very unique offense that they tried to rip off the Ravens uh, style offense with Cam Newton, which they should. I mean, yeah, why could. not? Uh, yeah, and uh, and Josh Daniels and and uh, but they're just they're just not good enough. Um, I, I think uh, you could see. I saw several plays where Edelman was wide open and Cam was just not even looking to throw. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't love the pass this year. I definitely don't love the Dolphins. Uh, I don't expect anything out of either one of them, to be honest. 
Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins will have good games. Uh, Fitzpatrick had a bad one, but that's how what Fitzpatrick does. He either has lots of interceptions or lots of touchdowns. There's no not really any in between. Yeah. And a running back would really have helped that team. Yeah. They should have gotten DeAndre Swift, I think. Yeah. um, I agree with you. Uh, But I think the Pats are not going to be as good as they looked. Not that they looked that great. I don't think they're going to be that good. And I think the Dolphins have a better defense, which kind of made this such a low-scoring game. Neither team is going to be very good. The Bills are going to win that division. But um, it's hard to kind of figure out who teams are in the first week just because of who they match up with. Similarly, yeah. Browns and Ravens. I thought the Browns were going to be better. I didn't think they were going to win, but they got eight points on the spread, and the over-under was 48.5. I thought the Browns would at least be able to cover because with so much talent on that team, and they finally got a competent coach in Stefanski, or at least I you're, think you're he just, would probably be. You're just silly. Yeah, uh, that's Browns on me. Fans. Hey, you they're know what? The, Browns are going to brown. Until they prove themselves, they're the Browns. Yeah. Uh, until, they, until they prove differently, they're the Browns. Yeah. And, and honestly, everything I saw in that game was Baker Mayfield sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and if Baker is not the guy, then they still have no team. Yeah. Because without a quarterback, you're nothing. Uh, and, and, I mean, I saw really errant throws that, that just made no sense. Uh, just, you know, eight yards off the, the intended receiver. Just, just some terrible throws and terrible decision-making. And... I mean, I stuck up for him a little bit last year when he clearly had hurt his wrist. And the next, like, four games after that, he was having some uh, interception problems. I was like, you know, I, I get it. If you're th- and it was his throwing wrist, right? It was his throwing yeah. wrist, yeah. or something, I can remember, uh, was causing some potential uh, interception issues. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I get it. Uh, but, you know, when he's healthy and he's still making all these horrible throws, then I, it's year three, I believe. Uh, he should – he should be the quarterback this year. Like, there's yeah. no more excuses this year. Um, I do think, and I think this with a lot of quarterbacks, I think you've got about three years to coach him up and get him ready for the NFL. And sometimes quarterbacks get hosed by their by their franchise. So, like with Baker. Baker, the one of the biggest things about him in college was he was very, very accurate. He's in the pros now, and he has. it seems like he has no accuracy. He's also on his fourth yeah. coach in three years. Similarly, Sam now, Darnold. Baker, now, hold on, hold on. Similarly, Sam Darnold was one of the best prospects to come out of the draft in a long time, and he did so very, very young. The Jets got him, and that's a trash organization. And when yep. he was doing bad, they brought in Adam Gase, who was a trash coach. And the Jets still look abysmal. I mean, he has no offensive weapons. He has no offensive line. The coach hates the running back, Le'Veon Bell. It's... I think Sam Darnold is kind of... He'll never be the potential quarterback he could be. And Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, both those guys came out at the same time. I think they could have both been... I think if you switched them, Pat Mahomes goes to uh, Houston and Deshaun Watson goes to the Chiefs, I think the exact opposite happens. Patrick Mahomes doesn't really... He's the same as he was the first year, and he's obviously very talented, but he never grows. Whereas Deshaun Watson ends up having a Super Bowl. I think the coaching in the first couple of years sets the tone for the, the quarterback's entire future. Well, it comes down to not just coaching, but, the, but well, well, coach, I mean, not coaching the developmental play of the quarterback as much as also the rest of the pieces around them. Uh, Jalen Strong was a receiver for the Texans. 
he po- he posted the most hilarious like true tweet right after the game. He said because somebody said, "Look at Randall Cobb didn't show up. We all knew he wouldn't show up." And Jalen Strong's like, "Look, y'all, it's week one." And he said, "I can't believe y'all thought he would show up." He said, "This is the most complicated." needlessly complicated offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's no way he could have learned it by week one without a preseason. There's no way. Yeah. So if you think Randall Cobb's going to show up in week two or three, you're equally crazy. And also, that doesn't mean Randall Cobb sucks. It means the offense sucks <laughs> and should not be that complicated. And he's making it so complicated that he needs someone like Mahomes or Watson that's so brilliant. You know what I mean? But, but that doesn't mean that all the other receivers and tight ends are ever going to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, apparently that's part of DeAndre Hopkins' problem, supposedly. Um, and then, and then also, uh, boy, that trade's uh, looking worse and worse for uh, for Bill O'Brien, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, unless Rock, Rock Blacklock looks like a genius, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, let me phrase it: unless Rock Rock Blacklock becomes a great player, like a great player, who I don't, he'd have to be Hall I can't of Fame level. Even him. He'd have to be Hall yeah. of Fame level because you already you traded away your Hall of Fame receiver. Who yeah, but I mean, David Johnson looks really good so far, and and if Brandon mm, Cook, David Johnson's not going to last able, the season. If, he's what? He's not going to last the season. He's going to get injured about halfway through. All right, Nostra Dumbass. We'll see. I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the complicated offense is causing major issues for the Texans. And, and Andy Reid, I think, I think he would have if you had Deshaun Watson in an offense. It wasn't nearly as complicated, not for his benefit, but so that all the people around him, you know what I mean, could could understand what they're doing and just let the guy play. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a much better game. But instead, this freaking needlessly complex offense is is just killing the team. Agreed. But yeah, good for Andy Reid. And then the Ravens. Just one more thing I would say to the Ravens is that they're. Uh, I, I I have to I have to walk it back. <laughs> the Lamar Jackson, the dude can pass. Last, the, uh, the thing I took away most was one that the running game wasn't there, uh, but but it didn't have to be because he was making passes all over the field. I think Marquise Brown had over 100 yards uh, on, on several catches. Yeah, so that was, no, and and they were accurate throws. That's the thing about yeah, Lamar Jackson. I, mean. I don't know that's why you didn't think he was going to get better. He has gotten he has went out of his way to go get better every single year. I said he got better. Uh, that's what I just said. I know, but you you <laughs> said you had to walk it back because you didn't think he was going to. I didn't think he was going to. I, I, I didn't think he was the passer. I mean, I, I, it's not that I didn't think he could pass. He just – I saw a lot of passes last year that were not that accurate. But that's what I'm saying is every year he gets better. Every year he – like people say, you're not good at this, and he goes and improves it. Well, usually passing accuracy doesn't improve that much. Usually you're either an accurate passer or you're not. It, it's about whether you learn the system or you learn how to use your, your third and fourth reads instead of just locking in on one receiver like a lot of them do in college. Usually, passing accuracy is there, and 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 I have no, I, I, he has just made leaps and bounds compared to what most quarterbacks improve upon, in my opinion. I'm just I'm just trying to give him credit. Yeah. I think he's doing great. No, I don't underestimate Lamar Jackson. Good. Yeah, I never thought he would be that good as a passer. So the final score, thirty-eight to six, uh, Ravens. So the Browns did not cover, and uh, the total score is forty-four. So you won on both things. The Ravens won, and it was under. And I will never take the Browns again. Uh, that's my fault for believing in them. Next, it really is. Next game is Jets and Bills. Jets at Bills. And don't worry, no one ever takes the bill, the Jets. The spread was 6.5. Jets getting 6.5. And, and the over-under is 39.5. Uh, 
uh, we both took Bills under, and we were both right about the spread, but we missed on the under. It was actually over because the Bills' defense kind of fell apart. Now, Josh Allen had turnovers. I mean, that's what he he does that occasionally. He's done that in the playoffs, and uh, despite his his ability, he he turns it over. So the final score was twenty-seven to seventeen. The uh, Bills won by ten, and the total score was forty-four. Wow! Yeah, that's unreal. So uh, you know, I, I I had a few takeaways. <laughs> um, I I was unsure on Diggs. I mean, I know Diggs is a good receiver, but uh, you know that that was a big trade, man. I mean, you talk about trades that they got they traded like their entire draft for that dude. They traded um, it just I, the first round. Was it just the first round pick? Oh no, it was like a first, a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh. Okay, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was four picks for him, including a first. Uh, it was it was a wildly huge uh, uh, set of picks that came with him. Um, and I, I was, you know, obviously there were, I don't want to say character issues, but there was a uh, personality conflict within, uh, within the, uh, the Stefan Diggs and the Vikings organization. And, um, I was just kind of unsure how he'd fit in, not just, not just for those reasons, but also because he's typically a deep out receiver, which, which John Brown is too. And, um, and I would just, you know, <laughs> Josh Allen is one of the ones that has, some accuracy issues downfield. There's no no shocker there, um, and still still does. Um, so having multiple deep receivers when you're not that great a passer, <laughs> accurate passer, was kind of odd to me. I thought you'd want another like 50-50 ball guy uh, because you know that's that's who bails you out when you when you don't have the best uh, throws or most accurate throws. So, uh, but he seemed to fit in pretty well. They had him do a lot of routes over the middle, which shocked me because he's not that big a dude. I mean, if he takes a lot of hits throughout the season, I don't know if he can last like that. Um, but in the offense, it was pretty fun to watch. And then him being there as a legit threat made John Brown be the badass we knew he was. John, John Brown is a really good receiver. He just, you know, you had Vic Beasley across from you, and that was it last year. Um, so, anyway, I, I thought that was that was cool to watch. Vic Beasley, and, uh, the pass rusher? Not Vic Beasley. No, Cole Beasley. Uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, so they still I actually yeah. like their, their it makes their receiving core makes sense to me so they still have Cole Beasley who's your slotty uh, your sure. slotty white guy and then the thing about Josh Allen is he's got a cannon for an arm but he he does have accuracy issues so you go get two really really fast guys so he can't overthrow them and they'll just go get the ball now they're not going to be 50-50s but those are better for guys if he if he tends to underthrow and things like that and John Brown can still fight for the ball so I like that. Um, I was waiting to see what we who was going to take the lead in the running backs out of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. It it seemed like a pretty even share, and neither looked good. Um, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of there was a lot of plenty of opportunities for both to kind of show what they've got, and neither looked great. Uh, I think Moss no, will Zach end up Moss taking had over. Nine carries for eleven yards. Yeah, I think Moss will end up being able to take it over about later in the season it could just be first day jitters or i don't know i feel like he's going to end up being able to take it over but uh yeah the running game is not great for a team that's really trying to depend on the running game so we'll see where that ends up going i think think the bills will still a lot of these teams it's the first week it's going to take some time to get together i think the bills will still win the division and 
have a decent playoff run, depending on how if Josh Allen can hold on to the ball. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and and don't forget, uh, Quinnen Williams had himself a game on the D line there. So I mean, he was he is what he was like advertised to be. So so that was pretty impressive. Um, and uh, yeah, man, no, that's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch. I, I think they finally got the receivers. Josh Allen is a good quarterback. He's just not your you know your typical quarterback. So uh, so yeah, I look forward to watching. You know, some more out of Josh Allen to get some good teams here later. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen is just—he is Cam Newton. When he's Cam he came Newton. Out. You, yeah, you, he's you exactly know the same. Year. Yeah, he's the same. Exactly yep. the same. Um, yeah, it's a good thing that Quinn Williams did ball out because they have absolutely nobody else on that defense. Like, there's not one person on that defense who I like. Pierre Desir had one good year last year. Blake Cashman. Who's that? Pierre Desir from the Colts. Oh yeah. They picked him up. He might turn it. I mean, it is a bad. I, there's nobody on that defense. They're so. I mean, terrible. All, all they got on the defense is Henry Anderson and Quinton Williams. I mean, so it's it's they're going to be able to stop the run potentially. That's it. Marcus May is a decent safety. Yeah. But and, and Ashton Davis was a rookie who might have been a steal in the third round. A lot of people had him yeah, in the early I did second. Like him. So so maybe they can develop a cup a pair of safeties there that could be good. Um, but but. You you got to have some at least one solid corner, and I don't know if Pierre Desir is a dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, they definitely they definitely need a lot more on that defense, and that was kind of always their their thing was their defense. Now, I mean, I love the Mackay Beckton pick. That guy. They need. They had to. You have to protect Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, you have to, and that guy was enormous watching him out there against some of the other people. He was enormous, and Connor McGovern's decent. Greg Van Rotten's a really good guard. So, I mean, they got some pieces, but they still need a better right tackle, I think. Um, they need yeah, a now, receiver. Now, they need a receiver. I think Denzel Mims could probably be that, but you can't ask him to do that. Soon. His sure. first. Uh, and Jamison Crowder could end up doing stuff, but it's it's not pretty. He, he's always been a perfectly fine receiver. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, a, you know, an amazing. And, and Hogan uh, had, like, a couple good years, but only three. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't uh, Mims needs to step up fast if they're going to be good, like really fast. But yeah, I mean he's protected now. I mean the the, the Sam Darnold protection problem. Well, I should say we've got the players to protect him. I don't know if the coaches are going to have to teach them to gel together, but they've got the individual players that are going to have to protect him. Yeah. And uh, and so and, and then open up for the run too, which I didn't see a lot of. So. Well, but Frank Gore is their running back, and he's 90. So. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell got injured. So let's move on because yeah. that's a depressing talk about. Do it. Uh, to Raiders at Panthers, which I was actually looking forward to this one. A, you get to see the Raiders or the Panthers' new uh, offense with uh, Matt Matt Rule. And then the Raiders, I wanted to see Henry Ruggs. I wanted to see they picked up – they're a young, young team. I wanted to see what they look like. So the Raiders, yep. the Panthers were getting three points, and the over-under is 47.5. I took Raiders and under. You took Panthers and over, and the final score was Raiders thirty-four to thirty. So they won by four. Didn't so they covered the spread, and then the total score was sixty-four. So I won the spread. You won the over under. But one of the things I liked was Henry Ruggs. It looked like they're going to go to him pretty often, uh, but he did get nicked yeah. up, and that's kind of a thing to worry about with the smaller guy he He did came back he did but he was he wasn't the same when he came back but the raiders are going to give people problems uh the panthers defense has got awful 
So they're going to have to rely on that offense. But the Raiders are going to give people fits. I think that the West is the both teams are both divisions in the West are I think maybe some of the top two. Uh, the only I put the AFC North in there as one of the others, but from the top to the bottom, I like the AFC West and the NFC West so much better than any other division. I, I got to say, uh, Josh Jacobs. No matter how he's rated, he's underrated because he was. He was a difference. He was a true difference maker. That's why I got and him I in both mean, my fantasy leagues. Well, yeah, I know. I don't just mean the three touchdowns, uh, but just 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 his overall play was just hard, fast. knows knows how to play. Uh, Devonte Booker did a little bit. Um, he he did more than I thought, uh, getting fifty yards and uh, uh, between rushing and receiving. Um, but I, I thought it was a little weird. There was only one pass thrown Byron or Brian Edwards' way. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah. A lot of talk in camp was that he was potentially even outshining Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, and yet, yeah, you know, not not that many tar- one target. Uh, and then uh, Hunter Renfro only a couple targets. So they're going to spread the ball around a lot. It looks like. Uh, it Nelson just, Algalore had a big touchdown. It just seemed so, like they were having such. Uh, they were doing so well with the run, and if you can run on a team, you're better off doing that than passing. It seemed like they were using the pass just to set up the run, just to keep them honest, mm-hmm. which makes sense. If you've got Josh Jacobs, who they started throwing to more this year as well, they started targeting him in the passing game, and if you've got a guy like that, then why not? Why not go that way? And their defense, I think their defense is going to get better. It's just really, really young. I think the Panthers and Raiders are both really, really young teams, and uh, I think you're going to, other than their quarterbacks, and I think they're going to, both of them are going to get better as the season goes, and I think next year they could do something. Uh, they're just both victims of circumstance that the rest of their division is talented. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and, their, and their secondary looked pretty good. I thought John, Jonathan Abram was effective on the mm-hmm. pass rush. LaMarcus Joyner and, and that rookie Damon Arnett had some pass breakups, uh, amongst others. Trayvon Mullen, too. I mean, yeah, overall, they looked pretty good. Granted, it was against a, a, a new coach and a new system with a new quarterback. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't I think it would be a much closer game, you know. Well, it was already a really close game. I think it'll be really interesting to see like how they would play against each other later in the season. Um, you know, once Teddy Bridgewater's comfortable in, in the offense, like Christian McCaffrey, I think in the first half had like thirty yards. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was it was really small. It was almost alarming. I was like, what are they doing? Like they're he, they're completely keeping. He, Go ahead. he does that sometimes though, where it takes him a second to get going, and if you're the Raiders. And you got to focus on one thing. I'm I'm going to stack that box, and I'm going to try and shut down their run because well, I'm going to make them try to beat me with Bridgewater. I'm going to make them try to beat me with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Well, and like like a lot of Week One football throughout the entire NFL, uh, you know, if you look back every year, there's a lot of people who purposely game plan out their best weapons, <laughs> like on their own. Mm-hmm. Because they figure you're gonna you're gonna do everything to stop McCaffrey, so I'm gonna be tricky and not use McCaffrey. When in reality, you got to go. No, that's that's your number one overall weapon on passing in and rushing. You need to get the ball to McCaffrey. And it looks like at halftime they made the adjustment mm-hmm. and started uh, started uh, giving to him. And sure enough, he gets 120 all-purpose yards and a couple touchdowns uh, in the second half. So as, I think as you can tradition. almost outsmart yourself. Yeah, you know. Um, but, uh, so let's move on to Seahawks and Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, so yeah, that was, uh, Falcons exactly are getting two points. Over-under is 49. I had Seahawks and over. You had Seahawks and under. 
I, I mean, you knew the Seahawks were going to win. I think the Falcons yep. looked improved. I think their defense is going to be better, but it's hard for your defense to show out and to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are just going to do that to you, and especially with <laughs> Russell Wilson yeah. kind of unleashing and just throwing on people. He's going to do – I don't know how you stop. I just don't know how you stop him. That guy is just – he gets better every year. Uh, I thought I'd see I, more I of their rushing the game. Yeah. yeah I, I think he may even be the best quarterback in football. Like, I, I would think say he's so. just that good. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I, yeah, him or – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is looking really good this year. So we'll see. But The thing with Mahomes is he looks effortless. Yeah. <laughs> but Russell Williams, Williams looks like he has to do it with – Russell Wilson? A lesser offense. Russell Wilson looks like he has to do it with a, with a lesser offense. And and lesser coaching, but just wills it. You know, pure pure grit makes it happen. I mean, that's right on uh, the money. That's what it is. Yeah. So the uh, final score was I, Seahawks thirty-eight, Falcons twenty-five. So Seahawks won by thirteen. They crushed the spread, and then the total score was sixty-three. I don't know how you thought this was going to be under, but uh, so we both won with the Seahawks, and then I got the over/under with the over because you knew that was going to be a shootout the falcons that offense looks good uh, calvin ridley julio jones both blowing it up uh they don't need no run game well, actually todd Gurley had a pretty decent game too so i don't know that he'll last the yeah. whole season but hey roll with it till you, you know till it stops working for you yeah no 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 for sure i mean there was a lot of garbage yards there and for the offense but um but they did, yeah. This Russell Gage kid, like, who is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he came out and had quite the game. Uh, but yeah, that that was uh, that was a better offense than I expected to see. To be totally honest, um, Dante Fowler played a little bit better than I expected him to play right out the right out of the gate. Um, only a half sack, but a tackle for loss. But uh, still better than I thought he would right out right out of the gate. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm just not a believer in the in the Falcons, but. Uh, We'll see how somebody else does again because this was in Atlanta, correct? Um, I I believe. The, yeah, sure it was. Yeah, it was at yeah. Falcon. So yeah. So yeah. so uh, I thought they were home, like away. They would have been destroyed. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe it's hard to say with this year how much home and away are going to make a difference, just because sure. without the crowd, with no fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought with losing Austin Hooper, I thought Hayden Hurst was going to be able to pick up that slack, but it looks like Russell Gage is going to, they're going to do a three wide receiver set, kind of like a Sean McVay, Zach Taylor kind of plan. Yeah. Uh, we'll see with what Hayden Hurst, I keep, I keep waiting for him to kind of do something and I just haven't seen it yet, but. I, I, he was a product of his environment, I think. I think he's a good tight end. I don't think he's a bad tight end by any means. I think he's a good tight end, but I just don't think he's a, I think he's fine. He's I don't, a I don't fine think he's going to be able to repeat Austin yeah. Hooper. I don't think he can be Austin Hooper. Yeah. Well, right now, Austin Hooper can't be Austin Hooper. Uh, That's true. So, the next yeah. game is How Eagles. about the football team? Do what? I said, how about that football team, though? Uh, Washington football team. Yeah, so like that? Eagles at Washington. The, uh, the Washington football team getting six points. The over-under is 42. I took the Redskins in under. I like Ron Rivera, and that defense is going to be nasty. And then you took the Eagles yeah, in under. Uh, the final score was the Washington football team wins 27-17. to 17. So they they didn't need the six points because they won by 10. Can't and the total that. score was 44. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, first of all, the Eagles have been, they the last three years, they've had serious injury problems. So they're missing 
their guard. They then Lane Johnson gets hurt. They have no wide. All their wide receivers are injured. And then Miles Sanders was inactive that game. And then Boston Scott gets injured during the game. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles, but they're the most injured team I've ever seen. And so, and the Washington football team, I keep wanting to say the the R word, the Washington football team, that defense is stacked. They've got a ton of talent on there, and they added Chase Young, who looks like he's going to be a beast. And I thought I was going to get more out of Antonio Gibson. I didn't see it. It turns out Peyton Barber was kind of the bell cow. He got... 17 carries, was. with uh, which is the majority, and two touchdowns, but only on 29 yards. I mean, he averages 1.7 yard a carry. Not great. Yeah, I mean, they were giving it to him at the goal line over and Like, there was a two-goal line stand yeah. where it was like, you know, first and goal on the, on the like one or two, and it took him like four plays to get in there, but he got in there mm-hmm. uh, both times. Uh, so, yeah, that was, I guess, impressive. Um, but I guess the one thing the Eagles do have is – uh, uh, front four, and so I'm not too worried about Gibson and Barber yet. I think they could still be good. You know, I think they're just against a really good run defense. Um, but uh, but yeah, the rest of the team, it surprised me. They did. They were surprisingly efficient with Dwayne Haskins. I mean, don't get me wrong, he was still 50 percent of that passing completion rate. Yeah. Only 178 yards. So I mean, this but he didn't turn it over. That looks yeah, this is going to be a team that wins some games, but they're going to look a whole lot more like the Steelers last year, where they have just abysmal offenses, but their defense is just amazing. I, yeah, I uh, think they'll be better than the games. Steelers last year just because I think Dwayne Haskins had a few throws that looked like big boy throws, and I think they're going to be I, kind of, I think they're going to be similar to the Jets when Rex Ryan was there and Mark Sanchez. All he's got to do is just not turn it over, just you know, get a little passes here and there, and I turn it over. I think that running game will step up, like you were saying, because that Eagles, the Eagles front four is gonna stop some people, and uh, and you don't really have to. They're gonna be stacking the box constantly because you're gonna, if you're a defense, you're saying, you know, we're gonna get beat by Dwayne Haskins, uh, or we're gonna make you try to beat us with Dwayne Haskins because we're not, they're not too worried about him, and you just kind of blanket yep. McLaren, and then you're kind of covered. So. I won this one for the spread. We Neither of us won the over-under because it was actually over, which is surprising, by two points. I did not think it was going to be that high scoring of a game. Yeah. Uh, next game. Yeah, Landon Collins pick six helped. Yeah, yeah, they did. And it, I tell you, man, that defense is going to be nasty. Uh, Bears at Lions is the next one. The Bears are getting three points, and the over-under is 43.5. I took the Lions and under. You took the Bears and under. And if stupid butthead DeAndre Swift would have caught that ball, then it would have been a very different outcome. But since he didn't, uh, caught it in the end zone. He tried to turn around and run before he even caught it, and just just muffed it. So Rookie. Yeah, yeah, he'll get better, and I think he, he'll show you something. The Lions, sure. the Lions defense is still going to be garbage, um, and their offense is going to be great. The Bears defense is going to be awesome, and their offense is going to be god-awful, despite... Trubisky throwing three touchdowns in the second half. I don't see that happening again. The final score being 27-23 Bears. So the Bears, I mean, they got points but didn't need them. And the total score was 50. So you won with the Bears pick, and neither of us won the over-under. It's way That was way more high scoring than I thought it was going to be. Well, now, did you see, maybe I missed it, Jeff Akuda? did he play? Yeah, he played. Oh, man, he had... 
literally zero stats. Mm. Uh, I thought he was out there. I thought I saw him out there. Like he, like, like maybe he did, but he 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 did nothing. <laughs> or maybe he was so good he completely blanketed somebody and there was no targets his way. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, but I, I was I was shocked. I was looking at that. I was like, oh yeah, they got the they got that amazing corner. And then and then I saw like I heard nothing about him. I mean, um, that was Durrell you know, Rivas was that way. Durrell Rivas was that way where he would he would never yeah. show up in the stats. And that's that's the sign of a yeah. good corner is when you don't show him because they're afraid to throw that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say definitely the biggest surprise of the night, definitely, was that the running back who joined them a week ago, who's 43, and Adrian Peterson averaged six and a half yards a carry on 14 carries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he against the Bears. I mean, that was that was impressive. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. Uh, on Johnson didn't do a whole lot. Seven carries, 14 yards. Uh, DeAndre Swift just had the three carries, so he'll get involved more. Mm-hmm. I think he we've always thought he'd be involved more in the passing game than anything not passing but like screens and stuff like that and he had three carry um, he had three receptions for 15 yeah he, he did yeah so he did a little something there um quentin cephas or quintez cephas uh was really interesting to me watching him uh it was only three three catches for 43 yards but there were some two of them were really clutch catches when they really needed them and uh he he was one of those guys he's a possession receiver He's a 50-50 ball guy, and he looked he looked good. He was one of the guys – I think he was like a fifth-round pick or even sixth, and he was a, a, a something that a lot of pe- – a guy a lot of people had as a steal, late-round steal in the draft. So it uh, looks like he might live up to that hype a little bit and uh, and be a good fit. So, yeah, I, I think the Lions have plenty of playmakers um, between Galladay and uh, – who, by the way, did Galladay play? He didn't play last night. No, he was uh, out. So, yeah, they just had Marvin yeah. Jones take his spot. Who didn't have a great game? Yeah. Four for fifty-five. Uh, I think yeah. the Lions have a really talented offense, but their defense yeah. is not great. And that's funny seeing how their their head coach is a defensive coordinator and Matt Patricia. I think Matt Patricia's gone after this year. If you keep him, you're a fool because he, he's not I a coach. Agree. He's a coordinator. You, you kind of I I mean I don't understand how anyone thought he was a coach going into it. The guy was clearly he he's a coordinator. That's just what he is. Yeah. So and. and yeah, I think they're going to have the Bill O'Brien curse where he's going to win just enough games because of the talent of that mm-hmm. offense that, that he, he's always around the 8-9 win area and they can't fire him. Well, or feel I, like they yeah. can't fire him. I, he wasn't last year. They had the third pick in the draft and got a Cuda. That's true. That's true. That's uh, true. Let's move on to the Colts Coach, at yeah, the Jags, yeah. which this one was – it was a fun game to watch and it was surprising. So the, the, uh, the Jags were getting eight points on this. The over-under is 45. You and I both took the Colts in over because we thought it'd be a lot of garbage time points from the Jags at the end and fairly high scoring. Uh, I thought the Colts' defense would do a lot better, but uh, neither of us got the winner spread. The final score was 27-20 Jags with a total score of 47. So the Colts won by se- or the Colts lost by seven, and the Jags win. And they did it looking. I mean, Minshew he he threw three touchdowns and 95% completion percentage. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't care who you are. That's impressive. It set that a record. Kind of, yeah. Uh, it, I believe it set a record, didn't it? it? It set a record for the first game of the season for doing that. Um, regardless, yeah. that's Still, impressive. That's, he had one incompletion. So that's a 95% completion rate. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, granted, it was only 173 yards. A lot of those were little dink and dunk uh, screen screen catches, you know, to James, like to James Robinson, those kinds of guys. Uh, but, uh, but, I mean, he... 
He had Keelan Cole five times. Uh, LaVisca Chenault looked good. He had three catches for 37 yards, and he had the touchdown. But he looked good, he, too. He did. He looked like the guy that everybody hoped he'd be. DJ Char- and, and to be across from DJ Chark, who also looked like the guy they thought he'd be, uh, again, just three catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Um, the, ones that stood, the things that stood out to me were that you had a healthy Tyler Eifert, and he only got one target. I think uh, it's, that Colts defense is good. Like, don't – everyone's talking about – they had issues. I think the Jags' offense is a little better than people thought, um, and I think the Colts' offense is not as good. I mean, they're going to have to. Philip Rivers did not look good. He 30, 36 for forty six, so he's throwing the whole time. One touchdown, two interceptions, three hundred sixty three yards. They're having to throw the whole time. Uh, Marlon Mack goes out almost immediately. He had only had four carries yep. and tore his Achilles. So you're kind of wondering who's going to get the bulk of the. Uh, of those carries. Jonathan Taylor had that, 9 for 22. Naheem Hines, 7 mm-hmm. for 28. But they used Naheem Hines a lot in the past in the passing game. He had the most receptions of anybody. That's receivers or running backs with 8 for 45 and 1. So, yeah, I still think I like Jonathan Taylor going forward. Uh, I agree. Because I think he's going to be the future. And I think he's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to be possibly the rookie of the year. I think he's going to be really, really good. I think the Colts are going to get better as the the season goes on because they have a good coach. They have a oh, man. a lot of good I, members. Uh, I have a hard time agreeing, only because last night showed me everything I thought that Philip Rivers was going to be. He's going to put up a ton of yards and he's going to choke. That that's just who he is. Yeah. He threw two terrible interceptions. Um, he gets he gets so many air yards that people still see him as being this great quarterback because um, I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams tied for like two of the most air yards uh, in, in the NFL last year um, and so uh, but but a lot of that's garbage you know and, and maybe not garbage uh, some of, it could be in the first half of the game and he can put them up but he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make horrible decisions and is is I don't know if it's his mind making these terrible decisions or his arms just not where it was but it seems like it's both and I feel like it's his I, arm. I think his arm is just not. He always had a weird I mean, delivery I, I, anyway, yeah. and I think he just it's just not working for him anymore. But he seems to always like like starting la- like the early last year. I noticed him making passes over the middle to somebody and just not noticing the safety sitting there on it. Yeah. Like and 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 he gets and that's where he gets picked off. So I don't know. Uh, I, their players, Paris Campbell, impressed me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people talked really highly of him last year, and Jonathan Taylor looks really good i think you're right i think naheem hines had a great game but i think that he just got so involved because jonathan taylor was new to the system and so they wanted to keep him you know active uh and then and then Minshew did pretty darn well for what he needed to do so uh yeah i i look forward to seeing that team i mean lavisca chanel by the way had two carries so uh for 10 yards yeah uh, i want to see that offense and see how they keep playing i mean i i yeah, we'll see. It was, it was an interesting game. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to the next one, which is Packers at Vikings. So I was actually pretty high on the Vikings going into the season, but they lost Danielle Hunter. So I want to back that up a yeah. little bit. And then also after watching them, you can tell that Mike Zimmer does not have any faith in uh, which Kirk Cousins. He, he just Because they barely – they ran it almost the entire time. I think Kirk Cousins had – 
For the first half, I think he only threw it six times. Now, they ended up having to throw it a lot more later just because they were down so much. Uh, and it, yeah. his stats look okay, 19, 25, 259 yards, two touchdowns, interception. But I feel like he's just not – he's not the guy that you want. So uh, Packers were getting two-and-a-half points on this. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. I took Packers and over. You took Vikings and under. So this one was going to be a real defining – defining game well the Packers won 43 to 34 uh with a total score of 77 it ended up and it wasn't really that close I feel the Vikings got some garbage points at the end but the Packers led that game the entire time so I won the spread and the over under on that and it felt amazing but uh sure it did uh yeah they're uh the corners that they were left with and they have two rookie corners actually uh plus is it Mike Hughes? Yeah, that's uh, one of their yeah, and um, so they have they have rookie corners, and they just got punished uh, by Aaron Rodgers. I will say, even despite the 364 yards and four touchdowns that Aaron Rodgers earned and did very well playing, um, I think mean, he played against rookie corners, and I don't think he'll be that good against some more established secondaries. And there was no um, pass rush. I mean, Yannick Ngakwe just yeah. got there on Tuesday, and uh, yeah. their interior yeah. is terrible. It's, I think the Vikings are not as bad as they looked. I think they're still not going to be very good. I think they're going to be very mediocre. And I also think the yeah. Packers aren't as good as they looked. Agreed. All right. That was easy. <laughs> Let's move on to Chargers-Bengals. Uh, this one was... This was a fun game. It was a fun game to watch. I'm a little it was very fun. I'm a little worried yeah. about uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor, just because I thought he was going to do better. I always liked him as a quarterback. I, I like him as a person, so I want him to do well as a quarterback. And I just he did not look great. Uh, 16 for 30 for 208 yards, no touchdowns or interceptions, and the running game was not great for uh, the Chargers. Austin Eckler. He's. It shows that he's he's fine, but you need you need another running back to kind of help supplement that. Uh, I think Josh Kelly could end up being that guy. He looked pretty good going into it, you know, but I yeah, know you're a big was, Eckler was, fan. Yeah, they they were both really good. I mean, they were both very efficient running the ball. I mean, they still averaged four point four and five yards a carry between the two of them. But where Austin Eckler was so dangerous the last two years. Is in the passing game, mm-hmm. uh, little little, little uh, screens and everything. He had one reception for three yards. Yeah, you can't have that. I think that's that's crazy, and I don't know if that's. I mean, that's why I believe that the running backs are going to have such great fantasy years uh, with the Colts, is because Philip Rivers was so good at getting the running backs involved in the passing game. Um, that's just that's just one of the things he's just his best skill set, and that shows that he's gone now, uh, and that's obviously going to affect Austin Eckler in the long run um keenan allen also didn't get targeted nearly as much as i expected him to be targeted um because they were spreading it around a bit mm-hmm. you know which is fair though hunter henry's really good when healthy he's just he's rarely healthy well, but he's really good when he does when he is there yeah um and changes the team but but i wonder if this if we see again this is week one but if we see five more games like this where they're just wildly mediocre in the passing game and, and, and Terod's hurting them. I wonder if we see Herbert by, like, week eight. Or, like, I don't think he'd come out any sooner. Or but, if Tyrod uh, is the one that they're putting out there now, how bad is, is Herbert not looking great? In- well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think Herbert's just about learning to 
system right now. Yeah, um, he I think he's learn. really raw. He just needs he needs to be taught yeah. up. Yeah, but Burrow is a guy who I was so excited to see. Like I, I was mm-hmm. actually excited to see the Bengals because I want to see how he does. And and Mixon's still a stud. Uh, AJ Green is, is is a beast again. He did have a couple drops, but he's still a beast. Um, just knocking the rust off. And do what? Just knocking the rust off. And honestly, yeah, I, thought the, I thought the Bengals looked good, but that Chargers defense is really, really, really good. There are playmakers everywhere. If they had a decent quarterback, they would be a dangerous team. I like their coach. I love their defense. They've got a, their offensive line could use a little bit of help in the interior, but uh, I think Joe Burrow is going to give people a lot of fits. And they almost won this game. If it wasn't for, uh, or they were going to go to overtime, yeah, Randy Bullock, too many donuts, missed a, missed a kick and hurt himself. Yeah, it, I mean, absolutely. I think Joe Burrow showed you everything you want to see out of a rookie quarterback. I was, it was fun to watch him. He's going to be an exciting player. Just hit the offensive line the whole game was just horrifying to watch. Uh, they were just collapsing everywhere, and he was just constantly under pressure mm-hmm. um so if, if he actually got like a full second to throw the ball <laughs> i think he would have had an even better game than he had um but i mean he still hit eight receivers eight different receivers uh which is for a rookie quarterback in his first game is pretty darn impressive I tell you um, what, they play so, the browns next week uh on thursday night yeah, football it's be a lot i think they win that game i can't wait and i'm excited to see that because i think you're going to actually see what the Browns can do. Because it's not having to go up against the Ravens, you're not going to see what your real team is. And so I still think they're not that good. I think the Bengals win that one. But uh, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. And I think the Bengals end up winning with that one. Then they play the Eagles. I think they struggle just because just because the defense defensive line on the Eagles is good. But I think it's a close game. Then the Jags, no, they I- lose the Ravens. Then the Colts. I mean, they've got some very winnable games here. Uh, I think they can win against the Browns both games. I think they can win against the Jags. Uh, they've got some winnable ones. It's, it's just too bad they're in that, in that division. I think it's going to be a tough division for them. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, they're, they're going up against a, another studly defensive line next next week. So uh, that's the part that really worried me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how, they all, how this all plays out. Um, but yeah, I mean, on paper the Browns are should be unstoppable, <laughs> but they but they were very stoppable. So yeah, we'll, we'll see next week. I oh, don't know. I'm excited. So on but, that uh, game, I don't know if I said the Chargers were at the Bengals. The Bengals were getting three points, and the over under is forty two and a half. Uh, you and I both took the Chargers over, and since they won by three, it's a push. And then neither of us won the over under because it was uh, it was under. It was twenty nine points. It was a low scoring game. Sixteen thirteen. The yep. Chargers win. Now let's go to Cardinals 49ers, and this was a phenomenal game. So Cardinals are getting seven points at the 49ers, uh, and the over-under is 48. You and I both took the Cardinals in over, and uh, it's I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be over. The final score is Cardinals 24, 49ers 20. So the Cardinals didn't even need the points. They won by four, and the total score was 44. So they're just four points below that over-under. So we both won the, the spread and both lost the over-under. But, man, the Cardinals are going to be... The NFC West is going to be the best division. It's... The, the Every team in that 
and that division can play. The Cardinals are going to be really good this year. I told you, watch that defense. Their defense is going to get a lot better. And I think they gave the 49ers some fits. Uh, the 49ers are going to be the 49ers again. The Rams, I think, are going to be better than they were. We'll get to that game later when they play the Cowboys. And then the Seahawks are going to be amazing again because they're the Seahawks. But that was an entertaining the game. part of that game was a sack for Angelo Blackson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did well. Jordan, no, no, they, you're right. I mean, they, they played a lot better. Uh, Blackson got a sack. Zach Allen got a sack. Chandler Jones got a sack. Um, they were tackled for losses everywhere. Uh, by several of those players. Yeah, it was they were there were people flying over the, all over the field on defense. Um and obviously their offense, you know, Hopkins was everything he's always been. Um and, and, and did great. Um Chase Edmonds got involved more than I expected. Yeah. Uh I thought maybe Drake would be more of a bell cow. Um and to a degree he was. He had sixteen carries. Mm-hmm. But but still six going to Chase Edmonds plus another three catches. Uh or five targets I should say. Uh, really surprised me. Uh, I didn't think, but I mean, it, it makes sense because he's a really good player, and you want to get yeah. really good players on the field. So, mm-hmm. so overall, it, all, it makes sense. But the 49ers, 49ers offense, just as good as it was. Now, now, let's give them a little credit. They were missing both of their receivers. Debo Samuel's was out, and Brandon Ayuk was out. Yeah. Uh, so they had very few options at receiver. In the fact, their uh, their top receiver was their running back, Raheem Mostert. Uh, and then George Kittle was there, the number number two. Number three was Jerick McKinnon, a running back. So, I mean, it just shows you. Uh, the, the next one down was their tight end, Jordan Reed, another tight end. So, they just, they didn't have any receivers that were able to practically suit up. Yeah. I mean, they had one receiver with a uh, – yeah, look at this. They had one receiver with one, recep- one target and zero reception. Dante Pettis is the only receiver to record a, tar- uh, a target. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And so, And people have been saying Brandon Ayuk looked – okay, so the, the the newspaper said that Brandon Ayuk was used way more as a rookie in the training camp than Debo Samuel even was, and that they had him doing all kinds of different types of routes all over the field that, that Debo hadn't been able to do. So Debo's on IR for three weeks, um, and Ayuk is expected to play next week. So mm-hmm. I think with that extra dimension next week, they're going to be able to be a lot more effective. Well, so they play, they play the Jets, so you might as well just sit everybody and see what your B team can do. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to run the ball. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it, Kyler looks great. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins looked like a beast. 14 receptions for 151 yards. Had a touchdown, but it got called. Or, no, he got it on, like, the two-inch the two inch line. And so yeah. didn't get the touchdown. Yeah, Sherman. But DeAndre Richard Hopkins Sherman is going to be the best wide receiver in the league this year. And he used to be a Texan. 80? No, he will. You yeah. watch. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's going to be the most fed receiver, so I don't know if that makes him the best. But well, yeah, he's going to have the best he stats. Will, he'll, have, he'll have a huge year. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. He'll have a huge year. Uh, and, and, and Richard Sherman looked terrible last night, by the way. Yeah, they uh, got a – I don't know bad. why they didn't get a corner. I was – that didn't make any sense to me why the 49ers didn't get a better corner. But, uh, but you know what? DeAndre Hopkins is going to make a lot of people look foolish. Let's no, move on to the Bucks at the the Saints. Uh, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it. So Bucks at the Saints. And one one played like it. Yeah, Bucks are getting three and a half points. Over under is forty eight and a half. I took the Bucks and over. You took the Saints and under. Uh, we split on that one because the final score was thirty four to twenty three Saints. Uh, Bucks won uh, or 
Bucks lost by nine, so they did not. They needed more than three and a half. Over the total score was fifty-seven. So you won the spread, and I won the over/under. But uh, yeah, the Bucks looked a little rusty. It's a kind of to be expected. It's a new team trying to get things together, and they've got a lot of new pieces to that team as well. So it makes sense that it's going to take them yeah. a little while to get the Bucks and Bruce. And that Saints team is really, 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 really good. So I think both teams, I think the Bucks could end up beating the Saints when they play later in the season, uh, or at least it's a lot more of a matchup because that Bucks defense is good. They can play. They didn't look like it here because I think the Saints are going to make a lot of people look a little ridiculous. But uh, sure, it was an entertaining game. I, I, think, I think what surprised me, if, if we're just looking at just expectations versus reality, I think some of the things that really surprised me were LaShawn McCoy had zero rushes and one recept- one target, uh, which was his catch for two yards. So they, they didn't even try to get him going. Ronald Jones was the man, 17 carries, averaged 3.9 yards a carry, which is okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Uh, and then he got involved in the passing game, too, with, with three targets for uh, two catches, 15 yards. Uh, Godwin was a beast. Mike Evans played. And was shut out. I mean, he was end. he was question. They didn't even think he was going to play. Like he had a hamstring issue. Played. Yeah, yeah I know. Did. But like, let's let's calm down on Mike Evans. Like he'll get better. He just had a hamstring issue. He, he will, but he he, he had a touchdown. He was still shut out. No, he wasn't. And, and he, no, he, catch, he wasn't shut one out. One catch. Sorry, I know. I said until the very end, he all got right. one little two yard catch for a touchdown. That's all you need. Uh, that was it. Um, so yeah, and Tom Brady looked kind of lost out there at times. He had two picks. Had a uh, pick he always six. gets some picks. Had a pick six. Uh, he always gets some picks. Yeah, pick six. Yeah, he he just he looked a little lost. He got OG Howard involved. Uh I think there were only two catches for Gronk. Uh yeah, Gronk's gonna be Howard. they're not gonna use him like that, I don't think. I think they're just gonna he he looked like he was more just for blocking on that. Uh OJ Howard did look good though. I you watch, they're gonna get they're gonna get better as the season goes on. Uh, they're going to kind of now, figure now, out everything. Now, the man that was uh, a man amongst men out there was Alvin Kamara. Uh, he looked he looked unreal. Uh, he had five catches for 51 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rushing was not so great. Yeah, 12, he, 12 carries for 16 yards. And you know uh, what? The he, receiving wasn't that great. He, it was, he, got one, he got that touchdown off a trick play and got like 20 yards from that. So uh, Kamara no, was – No, he got another touchdown too that got taken away from him. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, then he didn't get that yeah, one. He got it. Yeah, he got it. He got a, like a thirty-yard touchdown, and they ended up taking it away from him for like uh, I want to say it was a penalty or something that had nothing to do with the play. Um, and so he he really should have gotten that. Um, but I mean, he was he was he was scary out there against a really good defense. Levante David was all over their backfield, getting through that O line like mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and and uh, uh, Shaq. Barrett mm-hmm. uh, and a few of those other players. I mean, so they had they have a good defense on the Bucks. Yeah, and uh, and so they were able to kind of you know they shut down that running game. That's supposed to that's a really good offensive line and some and Alvin Kamara's a good mm-hmm. running back and they held them to one point three yards per carry. Yeah, I think and they ran it. They ran it a lot. They ran it twenty seven times and combined Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara got I that's mean like. Hot. Do what? 35 rushes. 35 rushes. Well, between, I'm sorry, Kamara and Murray. Because yeah, yeah, the yeah. two from Drew Brees for no yards, eh. The one from Ty Montgomery where he got eight up in the backfield, meh. Like, 
there's it was mostly Kamara and Murray, and it did not it was not great. So uh, I think both these I think the Saints are going to be really good. I think the Bucks are going to be better than they looked. Um, but it's the first. This is such a weird week first one. week, and not only is it week one, it's the first time these guys have been able to play together. So that's yeah. gonna it, there. These, some of these teams, especially the ones with the newer new coaches or very new pieces, like adding a new Tom Brady, uh, Leonard Fournette, some of these other guys, they're gonna look. They're gonna get better. They're gonna gel. Uh, let's move on to Cowboys at Rams. So the Rams were getting two and a half points on this. Over under was fifty one and a half. We both took Cowboys and under. Uh, the final score was twenty to seventeen Rams, and the total score was thirty seven. So the Cowboys, being the most cowboy way they could, lost the game and did not. They didn't look that explosive. Uh, of course, Zeke well, did. Well, they they got decimated by injury quick. Uh, they lost Leighton Vander Esch, their stud linebacker. And Blake Jarwin. Early. And he's going to be, yeah, Blake Jarwin's done for the year. Um, so that was that was pretty devastating because he he was factored in to be a big part of that offense. Yeah. Well, um, you saw it. They tried now, to they tried to use Dalton Schultz in those those plays, and Dalton Schultz did not. He just could not. He's not the guy. He's not going to be able to do no, it. No, yeah, he, he can't do it. And, and I mean, they had, they had a lot of players that, that – did pretty well though. I mean, Alden Smith was amazing. His first first time to play in like five years. Yeah, and he had a huge game uh, for him, uh, with including a sack and a tackle for loss. Um, C.D. Lamb looked really good mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Uh, Michael Gallup was still able to pick up where he left off and be good in a, in a crowded yeah. receiving core. You know, Amari uh, Cooper think, did think, not look good in the first half, and then they just started feeding him in the second. I think because they had to make up for all those tight end possessions that they were gonna have to go somewhere yeah and uh but yeah and i think they'll adjust their offense and i think they'll be fine i think uh but it's mike mccarthy's first time coaching this team um and i think mccarthy's a good coach so he'll find a way to to get this team ready and um that rams defense overall, is I mean, no joke i mean they it's uh, not it's, yeah their defense is good uh they, they've they've got uh jalen ramsey who got real lucky because that gallop that offensive pass interference call at the end it was bogus, mm-hmm. and they should have lost it. it they should have lost that game. Yeah, I agree. But I uh, agree. I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I think they should have they should have won that game, and I think they're going to be a scary team going forward. Yeah, I think they just need to figure out how to adjust their offense. Losing Blake Jarwin, who they've made multiple comments. I, I'm in Dallas, you know, of course, and I hear the, the radio sports radio up here a lot. And I mean, they've been saying the whole offseason, like Blake Jarwin was going to be a big part of their offense. Yeah, I've heard so that, that as well. That's kind of devastating. Yeah. Uh, I think the Rams are going to be better than, definitely better than they were last year. Uh, Aaron Donald is just an mm-hmm. absolute. I mean, there's one play where he knocked, he pushes over two offensive linemen on the Cowboys who have a yeah. good offensive line, knock two of them yeah. over, and then goes and gets the, goes after uh, Dak. He is just. Yeah. They don't make he a lot of people like that. Yeah, he is unreal. But uh, their defense, I think they're going to be pretty good. They're, on offense, it was mostly Robert Woods. You didn't really see much from uh, from Cooper Cup or Tyler Higby. I think Van Jefferson is going to end up being pretty good. He only had one catch for 31 yards, but it was an impressive catch. I think they're going to start involving him more. And you know, Malcolm, you know though, mm-hmm. I- I was impressed with with uh, 
Goff, like, uh, as far as just, like, amassing yards, you're right. It was Robert Woods. But but he spread the ball around really effectively. I mean, if you look at the other uh, receivers, uh, Josh Reynolds had a 17-yard catch. Van Jefferson, a 31-yarder. Malcolm Brown, 3 for 31. Cooper Cup, 4 for 40. Higby, 3 for 40. You know, and then, then of course, Woods, 6 for 1 of 5. I mean, he spread it around quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, effectively. And, and, and the only – I say again, the biggest surprise to me was Malcolm Brown's effectiveness. Um, he just was not exactly explosive last year. He came in and he was he was a he paled in comparison to Todd Gurley, as most would. I think the offensive um, line had a lot to do with that. They got Andrew Whitworth back on the offensive line, and they kind of shored that up a little bit, which they needed yeah. to. I think Cam Akers will end up taking over at the end of the year, but I think Malcolm Brown's going to be. had a hard be, time though. I yeah, mean, it's his first game. point eight yards to carry on 14 carries. Yeah. I mean, usually, and the only reason I make a big deal out of that is, is typically on 14 carries, you, you eventually break one. And then your yards per carry jumps up, you know, in a hurry. It's his, from 2.8 to 4.2. It's his first and, game. Uh, the game. The game will slow down for him as the season goes yeah. on. I think he'll get better. And, and it was a good defense he played against. So, yeah. yeah. All right, let's Keep move watching. on to the next game. So, Steelers at Giants. And uh, the the Giants are getting five and a half over under forty seven. We both took Steelers and over uh, because I mean Steelers were going to win that. I think Steelers. the Giants are going to yeah. end up being better than they looked yesterday because I think that oh, Steelers yeah, sure. defense is just nasty. It's like that mothering. is it yeah is mothering yeah. And uh, so I think Daniel Jones he's still he's got to stop turning it over he's had a lot of turnover issues last time it could just be that defense uh but they they kept saquon barkley 15 carries for six yards daniel jones had more rushes than him yeah you know a big part of that too though is what we've talked about this whole time we're excited about all the positions or the pieces they added to the offensive line but they're all rookies so they've they've got three new pieces on the o-line and uh they're just they weren't ready for the Steelers' defense, nor nor would any three working yeah. on an offensive line. So, That's a good point, um, and that line is going to get a lot better because they. Yeah. I like the picks that they did. I like that they short. They put so much effort into that offensive line, and they've got. I mean, they've got receivers. They've got their skill players down pat. They've got Evan Ingram. Uh, Darius Slayton's going to be a beast. They still have Sterling Shepard, who's fine, and Golden Tate's really good. But, uh, yeah, Andrew Thomas, Shane Lemieux, and Matt Pert are all going to have to get better. And I think Cam Fleming actually got hurt pretty early on in that game. I might be wrong on that. But uh, the Steelers yeah. just did what they do. Uh, ben Roethlisberger looked a little shaky at first, kind of got his feet underneath him. And he ended up going, what was it? Uh, oh, he ended up having a good game. And three TDs. Thank you, sir. Uh, so... Yeah. He had a good game. James Conner got hurt pretty early, which helped me out my fantasy team. But too bad for James Conner. I like him. Yeah, but Benny Snell did not miss a beat, man. Yeah. 19 carries, 113 yards, 5.9 yards per carry average. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, And and a couple catches. No, nope, nope, nope. Sorry, didn't get to get But uh, it's going to be interesting because Juju went off. Deontay Johnson had a good game. And I think Chase Claypool could end up being a really good player for them as well. I, yeah, they've got he, a lot of talent on that team. They do. Chase Claypool, it was so weird because, okay, so he was one of the ones also, like uh, Quintas, that was 
gauge to be not quite as late as him, but they had, a lot of people had him around a third round, early third round uh, grade. A lot of people, not everybody, um, and uh, some higher, some lower. But uh, he was one of the ones that was uh, NFL comped to uh, uh, to a DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I mean, a DeAndre Hopkins type of player, not as good as DeAndre Hopkins, but mm-hmm. but that type of a player. And and the couple catches he made, uh, which is only two for 39 yards, but he just. I don't know. It, it was it was funny that with such a limited showing, he just looked really good for some reason. I, I saw him open a couple times on uh, some game uh, game tape they were showing this morning, uh, and then uh, he had another. He had that jet sweep uh, for eight yards also. That that, that counts as a rush. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was right when they needed to get that first down to go ahead and put the game away, and he was able to do it. And uh, I don't know. He. He looks very promising. A lot of people thought Deontay Johnson was promising last year mm-hmm. and was going to have a huge year. And uh, I wouldn't say Juju. I wouldn't say he went off, but I mean he had six catches. But uh, for sixty-nine, yards, I mean sixty-nine yards two and two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, two more touchdowns. So yeah. That matters. <laughs> and then James Washington. Did you see that James Washington catch where he caught it? He he caught it. Yeah. Came down on like the three and then just bulldozed his way into the end zone. That was impressive. Yeah. They've got they yeah, have got a team. I tell you what, that. I don't know that they don't win that division. I, against the Ravens? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, no, that's quite possible. I mean, they're – yeah. I mean, their defense, they've always had they've always had linebackers. But, I mean, dude, a young T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, and Minka Fitzpatrick playing out of his mind. Uh, and Terrell Edmonds. God, just, and Joe Hayden. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, Joe Hayden locking down one of the corners uh, as one of the corners. Yeah, no, this is Stephon Tuitt, Cam Hayward. I mean, there there is talent all over the place. Yeah, they're 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 legit, and, and this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be a scary team this this entire year. Like I, I'm 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 actually more scared of them than I am the Ravens next week. Yeah, because we're playing in two weeks. So yeah, yeah. we're we're going zero and three as the Texans fans, and well, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, no, we definitely we are. are. We're, we're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. zero and three. So these uh, guys look, look really good. Yeah. So neither one of us won this. Well, we both won the spread, but neither one of us won the over under. Now for the final game, uh, Titans at Broncos. This one was kind of an interesting one. It it was very defensive. Um, the Broncos are getting two and a half. Over under is forty one. I took the Broncos and over. You took the Titans and over. So this was this. It all came down to this. We were tied up for the spread on this, and uh, but I'd already won the the over under. Yeah. And the the Broncos end up winning, or I'm sorry, the Titans end up winning 16 to 14. So they didn't, they swallowed the point, or they didn't need the points. No, they didn't get points. Sorry, it was it was too much <laughs> for the Titans. The Broncos were getting two and a half, and they lost by two. So they didn't cover. So the and the total score is 30. So, yeah. So, I got the winner spread, and then neither of us got the over-under because it was way under what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a higher-scoring game. But just because yeah. with Von Miller out and Bradley Chubb still – I don't think he played. I think he was still nicked up. Uh, I thought it was going to be a higher-scoring game. But Vic Vangio is the coach. He's going to get the best defense he can out of that team. I thought Drew Locke was going to do – better but i think that titans defense is really good uh yeah, titans defense is legit but they they also were determined to run the ball like crazy now, Philip philip he got hurt um and he's going to be out a little while it looks like 
Um, but, yeah, but uh, they got Melvin Gordon, the ball. who ended up coming in and looking pretty good. Well, he and he started. He got the start over Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he got he got 15 rushes for 78 and a touchdown, 5.2 yards uh, per carry average, which is great. Philip Lindsay was doing okay before that. Royce Freeman's done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll see a little more out of him the next two weeks only because while well, Lindsay gets uh, healed up, but uh, but Noah Fant was the guy that a lot of people thought was going to have a big second year, and he sure had started right. Mm-hmm. Five catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown. He helped um, me win my, my my game this week. Yeah, he and he looks like he's going to be good. And Jerry Judy looked pretty good. Only four targets for 56 he, yards, but he looked good. He looked better, though, than, than his stats. Like yeah. he, he, he looked like the guy that when, uh, when, when Drew Lock gets a little more time to throw and gets a little more comfort going – uh, he's going to be able to make some big plays to him, but but I'll tell you the, the one that surprised me. Now was, I don't know if he was hurt. Was KJ Hamler, I I never even saw him. Yeah, was he, was he injured or was he just uh, sitting this game? Or, I don't Tyreek remember. Cleveland I don't remember catches. seeing him. Yeah, I don't even remember seeing him. Um, yeah, that was. That I think was odd. the Broncos are going to finish with a really good record, They're, but they've got a tough start. So they just lost to the Titans barely, and I think the Titans are going to be a really good team. I think they win their division. Uh, then they play the Steelers, which is oof. Then they play the Bucks, who I think the Bucks are going to be by the third week are going to be better. But then they got the Jets, the Patriots, the Dolphins. Um, you know they've got a little bit easier games after that. But I think they're a legit team. I think Drew Locke is. I mean the guy can ball. He went twenty-two for thirty-three, two hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then a couple scrambles here and there. I, he's going to. I think he's going to get better uh, as the season progresses. This is be his first full season. I think he's got the weapons to be yeah. able to do it now. That was just the Titans are a really tough. That's just a tough defense. Uh, yeah, and I, and I saw Lloyd Cushenberry got pushed around a little bit uh, at, at the, the the rookie center. A little, um, but for being a, a rookie, I thought he held his and being a center, being a rookie and a center, because usually centers start off as guards unless they're it, first exactly. round picks. Which there are not very yeah. many first round centers, and I thought no, he exactly. did pretty well. Long term, yeah, long term he'll be fine. Yeah, no, I, that's where I was going. Is I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I think the, I think the, the Broncos, I would bet next year they're contender. Uh, this year, no, because yeah. I think a lot, and obviously a lot of that depends on how Locke develops, of mm-hmm. course, um, because he's he's the linchpin to all that, but. He's got the he's got the weapons now. I mean, even if KJ Hamler's a bust, because uh, I did notice that he's uh, fifth on the depth chart uh, and actually sixth, and uh, and three above him did all get catches. So so I think he was, I don't think he even suited up, uh, but uh, I think that they've got you know great pieces all over the board uh, and depth. I mean, when Phil Lindsay's your second running back, you got some depth. Yeah, uh, and their D line is scary. I mean, uh, they've got a lot of pieces. They just they lost, you know, uh, a Von Miller last second before the season started. They a- really didn't have time to replace him. AJ Bouye got injured hurt you. and was out most yeah, of the last game. Yeah, AJ Bouye injured. Right. So I mean, those are those are the two of their that those are their two best players on defense, and they went out last second. So uh, if they had played, I mean, definitely the Broncos game, don't you think? Um. Yeah, I did the, the coach. Yeah, their star corner. The, the star time corner. management by uh, Fangio at the end of the game was interesting. Uh, I, yeah. I guess I kind of understand what he was talking about, just because Goskowski had missed 
three field goals and an extra point so far in the four. game. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, four. Yeah, kicks. yeah. So four he, kicks. So he let him just kind of he let the clock run out. So I kind of get that. Uh, I I feel like it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. Uh, if he called a timeout, people would have been and Goskowski hit it. They would have said, "What are you doing? He'd already missed so many. You shouldn't have called a timeout." And if he and when he didn't call one, they still killed him. So I don't know. I'm not going to eat his lunch for that too much. Uh, but also he had some injury issues. So Jonathan Joseph went out pretty early in the game, and so Christian Fulton had to come in, and they immediately picked on him right away, which is what you do. I mean, that's a smart yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons. The first round pick last Daniel year looks like back, a beast. Yeah, he did. He did, did he? He had a Jonathan forearm Jonathan didn't injury. Come back in the game. Okay. Yeah. Well. No, that they're, they're they're the the Titans. The Titans are a team, and mm-hmm. and I mean, like like I said earlier, like where uh, I mentioned, like you know, week one, you, it's almost like you purposely game plan out your players. Like I mean, I see a lot of I see a lot of people coaches do this for some weird reason. Uh, Corey Davis got all the catches. Like that's shocking. He has not been a good receiver uh, at all in, in his time in Tennessee. And uh, A.J. Brown got a couple catches, but I think two of them were in the last drive. Uh, like, I think he had one catch going into the last drive. I could be wrong. Um, and I thought that was kind of crazy because that's their star receiver. It, um, these are these, these two teams are kind of – their defenses are very good. Their offenses are, uh, I would say – Above, average to above average quarterback. I'm not too sure. I would but say I mean, above at, average, and a few offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but look at Derek Henry. I mean, he didn't even get four yards carry. I mean, he was. That's because uh, they're both really he good got, defenses. He got 101 yards, but yeah. it took him a lot of carries to do that. They're both uh, really good defenses. Uh, I think yeah. the Broncos are going to struggle the next couple games just because they have really tough games coming up. But I think they're still going to be a really good team. Uh, the Titans. Or I think they're going to be, I think they go 3-0, and then they play the Steelers, and I think that's going to be a really good game because they have the Jags and the Vikings next. I think they win both those. Uh, then the Steelers, that's going to be a really good game. Then they have the Bills, which is going to be a really good game. Then they have the Texans, which they're going to win. Then Bengals, Bears, <laughs> Colts. I mean, they can they play the Browns, the Lions, the Jags again, the Texans again. So they've got a lot of wins on their on, in their outlook. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, don't don't yeah, you I know no, don't you act like I, the Texans I'm not are going to be high on the, Well, I'm just I'm just not as high on the Titans as you. I don't I don't think they're that good. I think the Broncos. I think they're going to win the do- things that went wrong that they would have they could have easily won that game. If, like for instance, if Von Miller was in the game, they win. Uh, who who wins the AFC definitely. South? Say it again. Who wins the AFC South this year? Uh, I mean, the Titans are trending that way, but only because the Colts. I don't believe in Philip Rivers at all. Yeah, I don't. Either. And, uh, and 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 the Jags are not as good as their win. Yeah, was. I agree. <laughs> uh, you know, and 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 tight. I mean, Texans. I mean, they're, they're hampered by Bill O'Brien. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think I would say the Texans are the only legit threat. And I think that the Texans' schedule is so damn difficult that uh, I don't know if they can pull that off. Um, you know, to, to win enough games. I think I think one on one, yeah, you know, Texans or Titans, I think they split. Uh, I think it's gonna be split. Um, because I think the Texans will get better, uh, because eventually just Sean Watson's just gonna start calling his own plays. <laughs> I can honestly see that. Yeah. Uh what are you gonna do, bench him? 
yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be an Aaron Rodgers McCarthy, or not McCarthy. It was yeah, was it McCarthy? Yeah. He started cars on. Yeah, Mike on? McCarthy. Yeah. It, it, that's that's what we need. Houston should be rooting for that to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any every year the Bill O'Brien stays is a bad year for the Texans. But I don't think they get. I don't think they get a win until maybe week five. They might be able to beat the Vikings. I want to see what the Vikings look like in one more week. But uh, maybe they beat the Jags. But now I don't even feel as good about that. Yeah, I do think that the the defense will get better. I, I do think the Texans defense is going to get slowly better. Well, yeah, Gary on Conley's going to come back, and they're going to win the Conley's Super Bowl. So obviously. Well, yeah, well, that obviously that, but no, no, I, I think the defense was starting to get its groove uh, at the second half, and uh, and they played really good the second half. Um, Ooh, really good? Did they'll... they? Didn't they give up like fourteen points in the second half? Is it really good? You have seven. Really good? Uh. You have seven. Yeah. Well, the, when the game was, I mean, the game was well out of hand. It was guard. That's the problem. I hate that because it always happens with Bill O'Brien, where like the games look closer on the stats because. Teams just kind of give up, and they get a bunch of garbage. They are the kings of garbage time points, and so they, I just—they are they, the garbage. Well, garbage time points they are, but I did notice also Andy Reid was not taking his foot off the gas at all on the offense. I mean, he was on the to, offense, he, he was maybe. Going, yeah, on the defense, right. they definitely so was, gave up. They de- the defense, going, the Chiefs stopped playing. Yeah, when you're still going for it on fourth down, though, you're trying to win. I mean, you're trying to crush. Them. You got to get your team reps. On, he went for it on fourth down twice. Got to get your boys reps, man. Got to get your boys reps. Yeah. And, but but the but the defense stopped him. I mean that's what I'm saying. The defense played pretty good once they and Anthony Weaver. He's a he's a first year defensive coordinator with a lot of new pieces. Lost DJ Reader, lost Gary and Conley for the game. Lost you know I mean lost a lot of pieces. So it's going to take him a little bit. And, and he was going up against the best offense in football. One of the best offenses in football. So I mean I, I think the defense will be a lot better after this first two weeks because yeah. I think it'll be a really gross showing. Um, like I think I think they'll be good against the Steelers. I think the Steelers defense is going to be so good they crush us. But I think that the Texans' defense against the Steelers' offense, I think that's going to be the first game where we can actually get a legit, legitimate look at how they look because that will be a fair game. I think the Steelers are really good on offense, but I don't think they're unstoppable. Oh, well, um, but the Texans' defense matches up terrible with them because now you see the Steelers are going to start throwing it a lot more and they really don't need to run it that much. Uh, which I, I mean, Justin Reed's really good, and, Justin and our, Reed's... Our, our, run defense is not, our run defense is not great this year. I don't know if you watched last week. <laughs> well, that too bad because no almost our, all no our, our pieces up front, all our pieces up front on our front seven are basically run stoppers. So, well, well Cunningham. I mean, I don't know. I, there were a lot of missed tackles that were that were Cunningham can't uh, cover. Were, Cunningham cannot yeah. cover. Who? Cunningham. Cunningham. No, he, no, good, he cannot he's cover. He's, no, he's not good at all at covering. He's great at stopping That's the run. He cannot cover. I, I think he's actually a pretty decent coverage. Well, you can uh, think wrong. But... And, and that's that's why he was re-signed. They even stated that was his coverage ability. So, uh, I bet he looked terrible. He does not, he does not look good did. in coverage. Last, last week one was really sloppy. And, again, that's coaching. Uh, it, it, they were there were missed tackles everywhere. Uh, it, it was kind of embarrassing, actually, the amount of missed tackles and mm-hmm. uh, the amount of, like, movement on the offensive line. And, and they were, I think that's – That's coaching. Two, that's all two, coaching. Yeah, no, it's no, hundred percent agree. So yeah, I think I think that the I think I don't know about Tim Kelly. So far, my opinion, Tim Kelly, he's a dick. But but uh, uh, yeah, I haven't liked his play calling at all. I don't I don't know if that was legitimately him or Bill O'Brien just puppeteering him. I don't know yet. He swears it's Tim Kelly, and then and then Weaver. Uh, I think he'll be a good defensive coordinator. I just think he needs a little bit of time. Well, I'm a and, Cardinals uh, fan until they get rid of Bill O'Brien. 
Yeah. I'm rolling with D Hop until they get rid of Bill O'Brien. He's got awful. But <laughs> that enough. wraps up week one. Um, just for those of you keeping track, uh, Dan won t- both prop bets. Dan won the winner spread, and Dan won the over under. So we'll see if Andy can get his act together in both, week two. Both by one. Hey, uh, but next week is a new week. But how many did you win by? Shut up. All right. All right. Week, we'll, week one's in an anomaly. We'll come back on Thursday to give our preview for the next week. All right, man.